Excuse me, miss. Uh, what's that you're listening to? Well, it's a podcast. It's all about this couple from England who are in a lifestyle, and they talk about their adventures. So is uh, that child-friendly, then, is it? No. <laughs> they say lots of naughty things, and they swear a lot. But would you like to listen? Get in the gym or to your car our advice, you could go far up and we make mistakes and talk about our sexy dates it's getting hard for this to rhyme just as well because it's bed hopping time <laughs> hello and welcome back to the bed hoppers podcast my name is mr h over in the corner is mrs h hello we're back from desire mm-hmm. oh oh that was enthusiastic <laughs> We had a better time than that, right? Uh, yeah, we had a good time. We had a good time. Yes. We had a great time. Mm-hmm. Had a very nice time. Yeah. Could have been a better time. Could it? Yeah. Could have been better. Well, everything could always be better. I know, right? I'm not aiming for perfection for everything, though. Are you not angry? You're just disappointed. No, I'm not disappointed. I am... <laughs> I am... Uh, considering... Ambivalent. Amb- no, no, I'm not ambivalent. I, I liked the overall thing. Anyway, we're jumping far too far into the future. I was going future. to say, you have literally, like, galloped to the finish line. <laughs> Once again. <laughs> Not for is, the first time. Yeah, it is a special move of mine. I uh, tried to keep it in my pants, but uh, now yeah. I'm fully out and about. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, so what we're here to talk about today is a crossover feature. Yeah, like a, a meeting of minds. Like super friends. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. Like Avengers Assemble. Yeah, we assembled the Avengers. We did. And then we fucked them all. We <laughs> Up their stupid asses. But there's no ass-fucking of Avengers. But yeah, did you not see? No, well, was I sleeping? Or yeah. It's, I was having uh, a siesta. Yeah, Hulk totally does Iron Man at the uh, butt. <laughs> <laughs> so we had a meeting of minds. Yeah, we had a meeting of minds with... By the by. By the, just by the by. Not even the podcast, just by the by. Oh, no, it's the doesn't, same. doesn't really matter. By the by. By the by. <laughs> That's who we're talking about. So, with Angela and Bradford of By the By. Yes. Who we met in Desire, right? We met them multiple times. Oh, easy. Don't give all the games away yet. Well, they were there every day. Were they? Yeah, we had mimosas every day. Oh, shit. Okay. So, <laughs> uh, spoiler alert, we met By the By whilst on holiday. Well, was the cat's out of the bag because you've already Your declared. cat's always out of the bag. <gasps> How dare you? Well, it was a desire. You were naked all the whole time. You had a cat on your bag. What? I didn't even have a bag. You did have a bag. It had a cat on it. Oh, I did have a cat on my bag. Right? Yeah, that's true. Yeah, Maybe see? at some point I should take a picture of my bag with a cat on it. Right, and then I let that cat out of the bag. No, it's printed on the bag. <laughs> this is getting confusing. I'm not sure met- which metaphor or facsimile or whatever it is that we're doing. Yeah, you're just getting really messed generally. So yeah, it's getting too... My cat got let out of the bag that had a cat on it. And your cat was on display. And, yes, because it was desire. Yes. And we met by the by, and we assembled, and we had some fun. Yes. Talking. Anyway, we met lots of other people. Oh, yeah? Yes. Anyway, what we should explain is, so this episode <laughs> is a crossover episode with the By the By podcast. Uh, this was recorded midway through our week at Desire. Yes. And we hold them down in our bunker. Not literally hold them, held them down. We, we hold down with them. Yeah. We had a bunker thing with them. Yeah. Yeah, midway through, you, you may hear uh, Bradford uh, shout out in anguish as I am crushed under a mountain of pillows. 
Your fort. My fort. Well, we had to build a fort so that we could uh, stop the echo of the podcast. Yeah. So essentially what you're saying, Dan, is this is a crossover episode with us and by the by. Yes, that's exactly what I'm saying. But it's taken you like 12 minutes to say it. No, it's only taken me three minutes and 30 seconds. <laughs> you could have done it twice in that time. Well, yeah, that's very true. <laughs> so we talk uh, about a lot of things in this episode. Yes. Uh, we cover how we're feeling midway through our trip to Desire. Mm-hmm. Uh, we talk a little bit about consent and a little bit about compersion. We're not going to talk about the last one because that is a surprise. Top secret. Yes, until you listen. And you let my metaphoric cat out of the bag. <laughs> that was more Sex Panther though, wasn't it? <laughs> Did you take Sex Panther with you? Yeah. Um, 60, Did it work? 60% of the time it works 100% of the time. <laughs> uh, so this is the episode we're going to uh, intro in now. And uh, we're going to be back uh, sometime throughout this week. Uh, mm. Which week is it? It's like, I don't know, the 28th or something November. It's a week in a year. It's a somewhere. week in a year. Uh, let me consult the... I have no concept of time right now. Well, I know you have no concept of We're time. We're kind of still on desire time. We are still on desire time. Because we fucking mimosa, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> So sometime the week commencing the 26th of November, we're going to release another podcast. We're not sure quite when yet. uh, And that will be us talking about it just to ourselves. Yes. So we're going to cover lots of things, how we felt about the trip, uh, some of the hiccups, because there were a few hiccups, uh, some of the issues we encountered, although we cover that a lot with, uh, with the guys and gals uh and expectations yeah expectations and how you know we've we've got a fuck ton a a metric fuck ton a meta metaphorical fuck ton no we literally have a fuck ton of notes yeah yeah you you well i have like 10 words no you you wrote (laughs) what why do you only have 10 words we spoke for an hour and a half in the car because i condense things oh dear so you just wrote the (laughs) t t k that was about it really wasn't it i'm sure i'll figure out yes anyway so the point is uh please enjoy this delightful crossover uh with our amazing chums uh angela and bradford from the by the by podcast available at all places where podcasts podcasts come together yeah come together to make even better podcasters and make podcast babies yes we made plenty of podcast babies (laughs) (laughs) Uh, so please have a listen to that hopefully you enjoy it and and get a bit of sense of where we were midway through our week and then when you catch us up on the next episode which will Mm. be available some point this week uh, we'll give you a bit more of a steer cool cool so have fun We have, I'm just going to go around the circle and name names. We have Bradford, Angela, Mr. H, and Mrs. H. So it is By the By and the Bed Helpers. Yay. Well, hello there. Even though we're all in Mexico. <laughs> we're in Mexico? We are, are we? Yeah. Oh. For a Mexican sausage fiesta. Right. <laughs> and a desire. I understand there's been a few of those Mexican sausage fiestas. Well, this is, this is what my friends back in the, the UK think we're having. Oh. A Mexican oh. sausage fiesta. Excellent. Can we yeah. short into Sausage Fest? Yes, you can. Okay. Can we shorten it, shorten it to sauté or safe? <laughs> Sauce. Fast. Sauce. <laughs> um, yes, yeah, so how you doing? <laughs> how you doing? Are you comfortable now that you moved your chair or anything? Yeah, yeah, okay. I'm all good. I'm, I'll sit here and I'm going to be squeaky. I'll be the squeaky one. Right. Ooh. 
tell me. And and we know that it's echoey in here. You're just gonna have to deal with it. Because I would say I'm sorry, but I'm not really sorry because we're in Mexico. I'm sorry, not sorry. Hashtag sorry, not sorry. Exactly, that's it. I mean, you're lucky we sound as lucid as we do right now. I know, right? You've well, got three so glasses of champagne next to you. I had four, but he took one away from me. Uh, it was mine. <laughs> it, it was my bright. Okay. <laughs> mm. Fine. So, what are we talking about today? Do we have a plan? Because I have like two thirds of a plan. Well, let's start with your two thirds and see if we can make up so a third. I was thinking we could do the three C's: <laughs> uh-huh. consent, compersion, and holy crap! <laughs> Our pillow was that the third C? <laughs> oh shit! The, the face. <laughs> okay. What you're not seeing at home, see. you see. Do you need help? What you're not seeing at home is our our, our Look, wall of sounds. The main thing is we saved the glass of champagne. This is nothing if not a quality podcast. <laughs> <laughs> we put the save yourselves. Get out while you can. <laughs> oh jeez. Okay. So when you were invited to the uh, Bed Helpers Palace. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We're going to use this. Is this going to be a support pillow? Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. There we go. All right. <laughs> Nobody <laughs> move. As you were. And we're back. Um, so I saved your champagne, dear. Thank you. <laughs> Which is what was really important. Whew. All right, so we. Uh, that was touching go there for a second. Okay. The pillow fort was kind of falling down. Yeah, we're using a pillow fort to absorb sound because we're basically recording in a cooler. In <laughs> <laughs> a palatial suite. Yeah, right. Whatever. Yes, that's that one. Do you know we have two bathrooms? We have two bathrooms. If I heard that one more time on the first night, I might have smacked her. That's because one of us likes to take a shit while the other one's taking a shit oh. at the same time without having to look at each other. Angela and I do that as well, but we like to look at each other and make out while we're doing it. Uh, okay. One oh, of us wait, sits cross legs. I, I learned the name. Blip, blip. A blunt. Yeah. No, somebody's going down on someone. Oh, sorry. Like yeah, that's a, that's a blowjob while you're taking <laughs> a poo. But it's still a, a new time I learned. Which is a lot harder when you're in separate bathrooms. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the British blunkin. <laughs> <laughs> a country blunkin. <laughs> a country blunkin. That's where it's done in an outhouse. Yeah. <laughs> in an outhouse. In an outhouse. In an outhouse. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my god. So right. what, what's your two thirds of plan? So uh, the, we've got we've got consent, mm-hmm. which has been an issue that we've all yeah. talked about this week. Uh, compersion, which has been an issue we've all talked about mm-hmm. this week. And another C, which I don't know what it is that we've all talked about. Well, you yelled crap, but I think... I did yell holy crap. <laughs> and then there's the Sea of the Ocean, but that's an S-E-A. Right. Well, let's start with consent. Hang on. Campari. Ooh, we have had a lot of Campari. Yes. Yeah, I sorry, I didn't mean to. No, okay, okay. And champagne. I've had a lot of champagne. It's not really champagne. It's not the hard C, is it's it? Hard. It's another C. Okay. What other drinks name with C? <laughs> God. Coke. Come. You had to take it there, didn't you? I'm glad you did. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Mm-hmm. People at home are like, I just they're, they're clearly off. <laughs> Yeah. Yes. So, so um, consent has been something that we've all talked about yeah. because there is a glaring, seems to be a glaring lack of it. I think it's a mixed bag. Yeah, and I think um, it's interesting because we are living in a compound of people that listen to lifestyle podcasts, or, or, or the majority of the people here are aware of them, or, or here because of the Joneses and because of Swinging Down Under. And I think. With that, you, you, you have a level of expectation, perhaps, that there is a, 
uh, a hopeful piece of education that these people have had through listening to the podcast and delightful ones like ours <laughs> and yours <laughs> wow um, definitely yours um, and I think some, some people have really got hold of that information and run with it and for some people it just doesn't it, it's not there and there's been so many I don't think there's been any terrible terrible moments but there's been enough moments where, where I've physically taken a step back and thought oh wow that's hmm. there have definitely been some what the fuck moments yeah so from my perspective I think there's almost an implied level of consent or for me the perception is there's an implied level of consent because of the environment that we're all in from other people anyway because we're at because Desire which is a clothing optional right. resort so it is a swingers takeover exactly so therefore it's implied that if you're here anything goes that it must be okay you must yeah. be okay yeah. and there's that kind of um, that, that mentality that you're inviting provocation by walking around with no clothes on all day mm-hmm. so actually it must be okay to grab your ass in the hot tub yeah yeah you know that's not saying it is okay but that's the perception I get from some people yeah. I've got my own ass a few times in that hot tub. What, because no one else has I got that out. No one was grabbing it. <laughs> did you ask yourself, like, permission to I did. Yeah, I did. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. So I would like to, on the consent topic, start talking about the speed dating um, that, that there was. Because that was kind of where I think I first really noticed mm-hmm. it. That yeah. was day two, wasn't yes. it? Um, so, yeah, day two, there was a speed dating in the pool. Mm-hmm. And they... Uh, they basically had women on the inside, men on the outside circle, and the men would move around from woman to woman. So rather than meeting couples, you're meeting individuals, mm-hmm. which first of all is a little uncomfortable because we're here as a couple and we're doing this as a couple, but we're, now we're being split up. Yeah. yeah. And so that was a, a bit uncomfortable for me to begin with. Um, and then it does make you feel a bit more vulnerable because you don't have your partner there with you. Yeah. And you don't have that, that team feel to it. And I know that when the first two guys that we had like, you know, two minutes or whatever amount of time with each person and the first two guys came in immediately for a kiss on the lips and I turned my head to the side so they caught my cheek. But then I was like, it was kind of those, what the fuck, like, why would you just think that you just, like, before saying a word, they came in for a kiss on the lips. And that was just, it was kind of unsettling for me. It's that implied consent again, isn't it? Yeah. It is. Because we're in that environment. They're assuming, oh, well, it's okay to do that. There were many naked people in a pool. Right. And some people had some clothes on, but most people were to a level of nudity. Yeah. And I think you're right. It's it's that environment, so this must be okay. Yeah. And I wonder if being in a pool aggravated that or not. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but I did. I turned my cheek to the first two, and then after that, when the guys would come up, I would stick my hand out to shake their hand immediately. And I was like, hi. And just kind of cut it off before they could ever get physically close to me. And, you know, I, mean, I know it may not perhaps be the best way, but it did kind of, and, and you could see a look kind of go across many of them's faces as to, I don't, they weren't expecting that. It was clearly not what they were expecting. But what I find interesting is it wasn't just the men that were that. No. Right. <laughs> no. And, and that's not something I'd really encountered, actually, but pretty much most of the women were going in for the kiss. Some were trying to go in for the hand job. Are you serious? There were a few that were reaching towards... And interestingly, yeah. that's what made me slightly uncomfortable. I was so conscious of trying to catch where where, where you were in the circle mm-hmm. and trying to... Not, not because I thought you were doing something you shouldn't, but because I was worried about what other people were doing and how uncomfortable yeah. I felt. So mm-hmm. I, ca- I was trying to find you in the circle to see who was like latching onto you next. 
Well, again, but you're trying to find your partner. You're yeah, trying to find yes. your, your who grounds you. Your yeah. I was, I was yeah. trying to find my, my, my media. Like yeah. so and I, I had a couple of guys who would come up and like grab my arms or one tried to grab my waist. And every time they did that, I would physically kind of start moving backwards and sort of dancing towards the middle yeah. of the circle. And there was one guy who kept getting closer and closer that I was basically very much removed from the other women on the inner circle and really kind of towards the middle of the circle. And I was like, this, like, you shouldn't be continually following me. If I'm this Backing yeah. away from you, you should get the clue that I don't want to touch you. And I yeah. think if you were interviewing as a couple, like together in the, the speed dating scenario, and you had your, your other half with you, I don't think that would have invited yeah. that, that level I agree, because it is that single that level of intimacy that you actually don't want because your other half's there, like, yeah, no. to protect you. Yeah, because you had some lady jump on you, Brad. I had, <laughs> out, of, out of five women who hugged me or kissed me, uh, I think four of them did not ask for consent. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then that's not counting the lady who physically leapt on me, wrapped her legs around my waist, made me kind of squat down (laughs) under the pretense of, and I quote, I don't want to look up because she was shorter. And then after she did that, she said, is this okay? Hmm. Uh, And it's one of those things, it's like, that's not consent either. That's not how you ask for consent. you know, and I'm not, I don't want to, I don't want to, it was a great idea. Speed dating is a great idea. Speed dating in this kind of location is a great idea. And some people were well behaved. And some people were well behaved. But, you know. There was we, enough. That there were enough that weren't, that really weren't. And yeah. I know that one other lady told me that some guy like came up and basically took her by the arms and swung her around and basically turned her like outside of the circle of people. So again, physically wow. isolating her. And yeah. it's just. It may seem like nothing to them, but when you're vulnerable, that can be very symbolic. There, there were quite a lot of uncomfortable moments, I think. And there was a lot of that sort of tactical, tactile touching. It's sort of yeah. people that are touching you in a tactile way, but for, for, for an agenda. They want to progress things, and they, mm-hmm. they are just testing the waters. And there was a lot of that, and there was a lot of um, sort of curious hand-holding with people where they would just hold <laughs> your hand in the water. For the entire three minutes. And I, I tried pulling away, mm-hmm. and I was pulled back. I remember that lady as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was, that was kind Me of frightening. Uh, but it, I, what it did do is when I saw people that I knew and I was comfortable with, I fucking celebrated the shit out of yeah. that. Yeah. I was so happy. Me too. Yeah. yeah. When, when, when you came around to me, I yeah. was like, oh, thank goodness. Yeah, we just kind of get hugged for a little we while. Just had a little but what, what, honestly, though, what concerned me about that was, you know, people see what the relationship you and I have, and then they assume down yeah. the line, I was yeah. like, oh, well, this is just going to make mm-hmm. it worse for her later on. Yeah. Hmm. Well, and I started, what I did, because I happened to be, fortunately, um, because I live in Australia now, and I had two Australians, one on either side of me, two Australian women on either side of me, and so somebody would come up, and of course, a lot of times the first question is, where are you from, or where do you live, and so I would say, oh, I'm from Sydney, Australia, and of course, they just come from one or the other of the Australian women, and so they're like, oh, another Australian, and so I started joking that, oh yeah, we travel in packs like dingoes, and so then the three of us kind of became a little bit of a safety net for each other, and so it was, you know, just doing something to pull each other together and provide a slight buffer, and... Yeah. The other thing that um, was obvious to me a couple of times that the men would kind of, if I didn't offer my, my cheek or whatever for a kiss, they almost used the opportunity to move in for a hug. And of course, I was bare breasted. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I tried to like bob down under the water a bit and keep my shoulders covered. Um, but again, it was like, oh, I'll have a hug instead. And then found that my, my breasts were kind of edging towards the chest. And I was like, oh, this isn't okay. You wouldn't. They're trying to free Babylon you. Yeah. 
Free bubble on me. <laughs> so, because I've forgotten about that, but I had my um, sarong basically over my shoulders and my back because I was trying to protect from the sun mm. a bit, so I, it was wet and just kind of draped over my shoulders. And, of course, kind of crossed a little bit in front of me, so my breasts weren't really out. And um, one of the guys, as he was starting to move away, he was like, oh, well, that's not fair. I should get a free show and starts to pull my sarong up. And I just smacked his hand away, and I was like, no. I was like, you have to earn that. But it was like, why would you think that you could just... Pull off my sarong and like take a look at my boobs. I, I wish I it's, kind it's of not a thought in advance of the placement of where we were going to be, but that would be yeah. an issue. Yeah. You don't. You kind of put your trust that people it are going to behave yeah. like adults. You shouldn't yeah. have to think about your position in the yeah. circle of people in, in, in a lifestyle resort where mm. people should have a level of education. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. And, and they, they, before you go through the door, they make you sign a thing that says no means no and not to yep. do all of this stuff. I don't think anyone meant that. Yeah, but it was there. <laughs> but so, yes, yeah, I know. It, it I agree with you. The speed dating wasn't the only time that, that we noticed that consent was a thing. I think that was just an eye opener or a mm. sort of a, a starter point. Yeah. We were so inundated, I think, at that point. Yeah, because yeah. it was one of those things that happened what time after time. Mm-hmm. And basically, every two minutes, you were being set up for another, for the ladies' disappointment. Uh, and, and for us, it was <laughs> like, you know, it wasn't nearly, I don't I didn't have as nearly as common of experiences as you both had. But you still but, did. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I did have the moment where I left the circle to get a cocktail that I'd ordered from the mm-hmm. from the from the uh, cocktail, server, man? cocktail man. I was like, <laughs> "What's his name?" Server. I was like, "I better not say his name." Anyway, from the server. And when I got back to the circle, somebody had taken my spot. And I was like, "Oh, okay, cool. You took my spot." And he was like, "You left." I was like, "Yeah, I went to get my my drink. Uh, I, went to, I had a cocktail waiting for me." And he was like, "Well, I guess you should have made a better decision about your cock." Tail, and I was like, and I looked at the lady. I was like, look, with all due respect to you, I made the right decision. And I was like, you know, can I have my spot back? And the answer was no. I was like, awesome. Like this right, like this right here. Are we all supposed to be on the same team here? And but that's just it. We're not. Yeah. Uh, and I think that was sort of a shock to me is to see that, and, and to see the the behavior again of that sort of predatory, toxically masculine people, men. Uh, and these the women who were mm. either used to being objectified or at least tolerant of it because yeah. you know that's just how boys are on the flip side it was pleasantly surprising that some people were openly asking for consent yes. Yes. something even as simple as a, a hug yes mm-hmm. and I loved that when that did happen I felt so good yeah. that someone had asked if it was okay to give me a hug or say hi when I saw you I asked if I could finger bang you oh <laughs> Oh my goodness. Yeah. And you asked me so politely. I know. <laughs> I mean, when I walked up, I was like, hey, can I see your clunge? <laughs> <laughs> By the way, it was yes to both. <laughs> oh my. But you're um, right, when somebody would ask, I would, I think without a doubt, I don't think there's any time that I said no. Because, like, you know, because at least. It's so asked. nice. We asked at last. And yeah. I was like, of course you may. And may I, you know, give you a kiss or a hug or whatever? Were you trying to create a Pavlovian response? <laughs> <laughs> So at least least it did exist in some capacity. Yes. Albeit that it's the negative ones that you go away thinking about. Unfortunately, that's the case. Yeah, feelings not so great about that. But at least it did happen. But there were, I had, I think, a couple of ladies, one or two, at least one, I think maybe two ladies ask me if they may hug me. And I think I asked a couple of ladies, oh, can, may I hug you? Oh, yes. when the day we first met, we did all ask each other. Do you remember we sat and went, can, may I hug you and say hi? Yeah. yeah. They yeah. made me sign a contract. Oh, really? Yeah. I yeah. didn't have to sign anything. Um, 
Yeah, let me sign for you because he gave me my consent. Yes. By the way, your kidney is now mine. <laughs> Good luck. Don't go out my wall. Should take the pancreas? <laughs> Damn it, I'm so bad at this organ harvesting. Yeah, the amount of alcohol I've consumed this week, you don't want any part of my body right now. It's pretty fast. Uh, yeah, occasionally I have too much blood in my alcohol system. <laughs> I think one of the things with the, with the consent conversation, though, is that actually the costumes... Because a desire, there's a different theme every night. So be it nautical, be it cowboy and western, and or be it um, any of the others that pop up. The neon. Neon. Mm. I think because you're you're dressed up and people take it as a fun party atmosphere, people almost assume that they can touch you because you're in an outfit. Yeah. Yes. Again, as I said, it invites that provocation because you're you're clearly dressed to impress something or elicit a response of some sort because you're attracting attention to the bits that you really want people to see and stand out. So they're like, oh, hell, I'm going to touch that. Yeah. Yeah. And so last night I had on my chaps uh, with, with a night, I mean, it's assless chaps. I had a G-string on, uh, or a piece of string, basically. Uh, but... I had a number of women grab, cut my ass. Did you? It's like without any questions. And I had one lady actually snap the string. Are you serious? Yeah. Whoa. And I was like, that's not cool. And again, it's that, <laughs> it's that assumption that you're in a place, like you said, you're in a place that this, is, this must be okay because you're here. And I think when we were talking last night about this and I made the comment that it felt like a stag weekend or a hen weekend. Yeah. The mentality of, oh, we're in Shagaloof, we're going to hear and have a party and fuck things. But like, no, it doesn't mean you can just go around and behave like a jackass because you're, you're you know, surrounded by alcohol and naked people. Although I did have one great moment where one lady tried to pull down, without permission, my Aquaman pants. What? Yeah. I but, didn't know this yes, either. But hilariously, it's an all-in-one bodysuit, so <laughs> <laughs> there's just nothing underneath. on her. <laughs> Nobody's ever been this clever. <laughs> so great. Really? I did not know that. It's, yeah. You know, and I think in, in the defense of the people here, here, I think the vast majority of them play once to twice every two or three months. I don't think it's very often. So they may not get the the experience of... You know, you're, mm-hmm. this is what you're supposed to do. This isn't okay. But so maybe when they do play, it's just it's implied that anything goes because they don't, you know, because of whoever they're playing with, right? Like the regulars, the, right, regular partners or something. And I'm trying to, you know, I want to make it to where it's not, you know, it's not all bad experiences. It no. was, it's been yeah. fun as well. Yeah. But of but, course, we're reflecting on the negative ones yeah, because, because they're the ones that make us go away and go, what? They give the biggest happen? Yeah, those are the ones they that do. I'm sort of like, holy shit, I can't believe that happened. Yeah. yeah. Um, Maybe and it's the same six people that we've just all encountered. And we just keep meeting yeah. the same. Yeah, and even more worryingly, I think there's a couple of things that have happened and you know we've maybe not known about until afterwards. Yeah. Like, I've just only found out about the Aquaman thing. Yeah. And you didn't know until, I guess, this morning that someone tried to grab my ass in the hot tub last night. So yeah. it was me. <laughs> Well, you I, had someone, I had a lady the very first time we were in the hot tub, the first day, and she was trying to, you know, make her way through to get to the bar for a drink, but she comes up to me from the side and just completely grabs both ass cheeks and was like, oh, I'm not trying to grab your ass, I'm just trying to get to the bar. And I was like, bullshit, you aren't. Like, exactly. Like, you, yeah. You're doing, like, that, you're doing a shit job at that. <laughs> Is that how it gets to the bar? <laughs> the whole fucking time. Well, well, you know I do keep a lot of alcohol up here, right? Yeah. Excuse me. I'll be back in five minutes, guys. <laughs> you spice rum. Here. Get that labia juice. <laughs> this week's episode of The Vice sponsored by labia juice. 
Available at all good shops. Ah, purchase now and you get a free labia juice reamer from the bed hoppers. <laughs> oh my god. But I, I was gonna say, I think probably most of us have had our asses gra- grabbed and groped yeah. or whatever in the hot tub at some point, and it's just. It is disappointing that, and there, if I knew the person, like if it was, you know, one of you guys grabbing me or something, somebody that I knew, okay, fine, that's okay, that's okay. But these are completely random people that I've never met before. That's, there might be a, gra- a, a grabbing of the ass. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> but it, it is, and, and again, uh, trying to defend folks, perhaps it is a situation where. Like the four of us, they have a really tight relationship. They're used to have being comfortable and, yeah. and gropey. And between the euphoria of alcohol, a hot tub, being and here. and being here and all the sex positivity, they go groping people that they shouldn't be groping. But maybe they see that. And maybe they see, see a group interacting and they, they think that that's okay for them to just waltz in and do that. Yeah, yeah they want to be part of that yeah. as well. Yeah. Which leads to the next topic, conversion. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah. Beautifully segwayed. Yeah, thank you. I like that. Well, you know, Mr. H set me up and... He always does. Yeah, he does. <laughs> I, I need another drink for the segment. Ooh, and watching her walk away. We hate to see you go, but we love to watch you walk away. <laughs> the good news is she'll come back. Maybe. <laughs> Door closes. <laughs> if we all close our eyes and make a wish, she'll come back. <laughs> no, she'll just come. <sighs> is that you making a wish? No, he just kind of <laughs> Sorry. That was a guess. Is that your cum face? <laughs> that was my cum face. <laughs> I guess you weren't facing me, so you don't know what my cum face looks like. <laughs> I know because I'm a country bumpkin. <laughs> what do you want? Another glass of my champagne? Uh, my champagne. Champagne, yeah. There we go. She's territorial. Needy. And champagne. What are we going to do when we run out of that champagne? We've got a bottle of fuel. Well, I could, I could have a whole bottle of yours. <laughs> And she's back. These tits brought to you by Angela. Homegrown. Homegrown. <laughs> Homegrown since 1979. Mm-hmm. Mm. All right, conversion. So conversion. Uh, for me, this has been sort of a lesson in conversion week. In that it's... We, I think we often talk about conversion on Lifestyle Podcast and in the Lifestyle. And I know that I have it for... For Angela, like when I see her happy, it's it makes me feel good. But I think one of the things I learned this week was seeing you guys, who I think Angela and I both like you very much. I'm just going to tell you, um, <laughs> talking to another couple, and immediately we're so excited for you guys because that couple was hot. And I was like, I'm so excited that they are making this connection. Mm -hmm. And it was very clear that you had a connection. And so it was such a great experience to see people who I like and genuinely care about. Making new connections. Making new connections that potentially could lead to finger banging. (laughs) I was going to say sexy time, but wow, that's even better. You know, and maybe (sighs) crunch cleaning. (laughs) This this episode brought to you by Mr. Clean, your family clunge cleaner. Oh my God. He's clungerific. What is clunge cleaning? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. So what you do, you take two fingers and you put them together. You actually have a definition? Well, yeah. And then you you take a rubber band and put it around your two fingers, but you don't want it too tight. Are you you making this shit up? No. You don't want to cut off circulation. 
Then you take, um, do you know the sponges that have like little fingers on them, like the finger sponges, but they're not, they're like, like balls, like what you clean out a wine glass with or, or, or something like that. So you take the ball end and you put that, you put that on your fingers in between and then you, you, a little bit of lube, but not too much. And then Mr. Clunge, the clunge cleaner, and then you finger bang the shit out of that and they're like, yeah, you come out with a vulva that will sparkle like the day it was first used. <laughs> But, but not, it was like pre-used. Well, right, right, yeah. exactly. It's like not post um, Refurbished. It's yeah. a refurbished vulva. Yes. Like a used car. Like new. Yeah, like new. It has the new car smell. Used car smell. <laughs> so basically like I've gone through a car wash. Basically, but with your legs For up my dream. Yeah. yeah. For your, they leave a little, little tree thing that hangs in. Yeah, exactly. Like on your clip. It's like, yeah. Oh, Mr. Plunge. This episode brought to you by Mr. Strangely, no words for this. <laughs> oh, I'm not normally lost for words. I'm going to assume he's made a while up for my benefit. He hasn't made it up, has he? Has he made it? I don't know. <laughs> so, one of the things these guys have learned about oh Mrs. H is that she'll believe pretty much anything and everything. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> You all know right now I actually feel that was really <laughs> Yes, yes we do. <laughs> because his definition was just so... Uh, had so much clarity. <laughs> like, wow. <laughs> what I found really difficult was not to laugh my ass off while he was doing that. <laughs> well, I kept seeing the sparkle in your eyes and I was like, I can't actually look at him or I'm going to start giggling. Oh, my. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, there should be such a thing. There, yeah, right. I mean, there you go. It is now. It is now. <laughs> Check out our Kickstarter, kickstarter.com slash plunge cleaner. <laughs> Take the clunge. <laughs> <laughs> Take the nasty clunge. <laughs> clunge away. Okay, so well, you, could, you could have another one. Smeg be gone. Smegma be gone. Smeg away. Smeg away. <laughs> <laughs> so. Oh God. Yeah, so that was my experience with uh, with compersion this week, which was really nice. It was kind of good. Now, felt like for me, I was like, oh, I'm happy I have this feeling. This is awesome. Yeah, so, yeah. it's really nice when you see like you see people that you care about and and they're making those connections with others. And it's just you know we want you to be happy, and I mean we we like to be happy with you, but absolutely to see you happy with other people and especially really sexy people, it's like just one big happy sexy family. And mm-hmm. I think. I think for me, and in Bradford as well, it was different in thinking, because we're used to thinking about compersion with one another as our main partners, but then to think about compersion in the greater community and amongst other types of relationships. I think it should be that people watch other connections and think, oh wow, that's that's what it's all about. Yeah. Yeah. That's what you should take from this in a, a nice, see the lifestyle in a positive way and see people having great connections and hopefully making sort of some fun for themselves and some defining memories yeah. of a good holiday. I guess so the flip side is, is that you do see jealousy. You do. Unfortunately. Um, and we've know, seen quite a few examples of that, I think, this week. Throughout the course of the week, and I think that's the difficulty is that some people find that hard to separate their own feelings for, for, for these type of actions and they, they, they struggle to get their head around what's really going on I think and if, if you're not used to if, if, if you can create a sense of ownership with people quite easily seeming so you, you, you don't like need stake to your claim on yeah, all over there if someone else moves in on our turf we're going to be really bummed out yeah, yeah. Um, and it's, it's an awful way to be but I don't, sometimes you can't help it but for me 
and I've experienced this this week I've been really happy for people making connections actually especially friends and um, and I, I, I've just been a bit upset about the fact that we've seen these odd moments of jealousy out there that people haven't been able to think about what's going on and how happy they should be mm. for others and the fact that I've been able to grow a little bit seeing that and you know I've not seen you guys hook up yet but you know I've not seen it happen well, should we bring people back to your palatial estate here? Is that what you're saying? Well, we do have some just reconcile you. <laughs> the two bathrooms. Let it go. You, so you sit here while we fuck people on your bed. Is that what you want? That sounds great. Can we <laughs> get involved eventually? No. No, you said you hadn't seen us do yeah. it. Yeah, you said you weren't jealous. You were happy. Well, you said you were going to send me the video. Well, I gave you the website. Did you? Yeah. I mean, the internet down here is not great. It's not great. So it's all pixelated boobs. Yeah. <laughs> pixelated Babylons. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing worse than a pixelated Babylon. Yeah, but I think you know jealousy has definitely been in the air, and you know we've had some chats with people, and they've they felt jealous over others' mm. interactions, and or people are moving in on their turf a little bit. Yeah, and that's 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 been a bit sad to see, that, mm. especially when I felt like I've been happy to see friends hook up with other people yeah. or hear about the great experiences that they've been having, mm-hmm. which is kind of tough. Mm. Yeah. Interesting. You know, the term compersion is, um, I, I don't think it's widely used or indeed widely known about in the UK, certainly. <clears throat> I didn't really come across the term until we'd started listening to you know, your guys' podcasts, some other maybe lifestyle podcasts. Have you ever heard anyone in the UK use this term? Well, <laughs> yes. was, was it hers? <laughs> Just, Just one. It, isn't that interesting, though? I don't think... Um, it's definitely not widely known. It has made it so less common. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's not common in the, in the U.S. vernacular either. I think the first time I heard it was either Life on the Swing Set or reading about it in one of Tristan Termino's books. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So it's not commonly mm-hmm. well known. And it's, it's actually still difficult to find an absolute definition for it when you look online. Um, but it's definitely a real thing, and it should yeah. be. I think we should use it more commonly. Mm-hmm. Um, there's clearly a, a scuffle going on outside. There is. Is somebody going to come in Maybe and clean your um, palatial estate? Kind of raccoon fight outside. <laughs> Koati, go look out the window. Fight. Is your Koati gang here to? <laughs> My Koati gang have not shut up. I've been very disappointed. <laughs> I hate to see him go, but I love to watch him walk away. <laughs> So, that's disturbing. Uh, so, Mr. H, I don't know if the missus told you last night, but I... I had not I, got around to it, actually. I called you something yesterday, um, mm-hmm. and I apologize for calling you this. You'd walked to the bar, and I was feeling a little tipsy. And Should I take a drink at this point so I can spit it out? <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. On the microphone. Okay. <laughs> you can spit on Bradford. Yeah, I know, you're right. I hadn't got around to telling him, but I was, uh, I'm looking forward to it. So, <laughs> um, I, I, call, I, I gave a phrase for you, uh, and that phrase is <sighs> tragically straight. <laughs> <laughs> Normally I just get the first of those words. He's <laughs> tragic. <laughs> yes. Uh, you walked up to the bar, and it was after, I don't know, you'd said something, and there was a whole tailcoat vest thing that was really kind of doing it for yeah. me. Uh, and I was like, oh, that boy is tragically straight. <laughs> I feel like close to the mark, but I still stay on the right side. I know. We had this conversation, didn't we? 
And you mean right by the opposite of left, not <laughs> the correct side. Yes. So I'm watching you over there, buddy. All right. But that means that he's all mine. And I don't have to share him with you. Fortunately, there's no compersion here. Fortunately, I have compersion for you. <laughs> <laughs> Riding him like a... Um, uh-huh. Like a... A bunny from a Disney film? Like a bunny from a... <laughs> you do have to share him with me. Oh. Oh, yeah. And you have to share me with her. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So, yeah. I mean, I'm going to have to... I'll be happy with two one degrees of separation. <laughs> <laughs> And then Miss Rachel may have to share me with beautiful Angela. Well, hopefully, yeah. Yes, and we'll have to share the camera that we take <laughs> all the photos and video with. Yeah, we'll have to share that video game for 10 minutes while we get that off. <laughs> Done. <laughs> we're the only two people in this resort that would play uh, Super Nintendo while our, our lives. No, we're not. We're not. We've met other people that would do that. <laughs> Where are they? Well, you had all the compassion for us catching up with them. They were them? Yeah. Oh my god. All right, we have. All right, we need to find them. Like, yeah. Look, we're only reading them in for later. This is all part of our master plan. Excellent. <laughs> are, we, are we doing the, the six way thing? Is that the game? <laughs> yeah, that's tomorrow morning, right? Yeah, 10 a.m. by the pool. They don't know this yet, by the way. No. <laughs> well, they'll be fine. <laughs> we'll just drag them in. They'll be fine. fine. Yeah, it's fine. fine. They'll like it. They'll be good. Just tell them we have two bathrooms. Uh, I like <laughs> Two bathrooms and some Nintendos. <laughs> two bathrooms and two Nintendos. We <laughs> do. We have three Nintendos. Nintendos. Oh, Did yeah. you bring a Switch as well? Yeah, I got my Switch. So we've got two Nintendo Switches oh, and a Super Nintendo. So that means that the two people in the bathrooms can be playing Nintendo while everybody else is out here playing Nintendo as well. No reason in this level. And also, I love how you're like, we'll just drag them in. They don't know it. And we've just gotten over consent. <laughs> Well, yeah, I have to sign something when we come in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a 17-page paper. Mm-hmm. So, so. Yeah. consensually drug me. I think as long as the ladies show their boobs off, we'll be set. Yeah, I don't. I think that'll work. Yeah. Although the, I'm not we, sure we if may I'm not. Set to that. Ugh. Ugh. I feel obliged to say, ugh. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh, that's great. Yeah, so uh, anything else that I couldn't come up with another uh, C word that we. Cunt, you want to talk Wait, about cunt? You made me say that word. Clunch? Right. No. You offered that word multiple what? times. She loves the C word. Yeah. I do drop the old C bomb. Say it. Cunt. Oh, yeah. I love the way you say it. Yeah. <laughs> cunt. Yeah. Yeah. How about the P word? Oh. But you said it. Did I? Yeah, twice. She says it a lot. Yeah, she actually says it more than you. No, yeah, no, not true. It slips between your sensuous lips. <laughs> the P word. Okay. <laughs> Up goes the weasel. <laughs> oh my gosh. So, uh, so after a brief discussion off air, <laughs> we've decided <laughs> on the final C word, which is cobalt. No. <laughs> Karate. <laughs> Karate. We're, we're going to describe a new sex position called Kawati style. It's where you have a wobbling nose. <laughs> yeah. Shuffling around the floor. Look if it's not into it. So climax. Climax. Ooh. And you know this could be your climatic discussion point. This could be. Works in both ways. Come on then. What now? <laughs> <laughs> so I, I believe that uh, to lead into this, there was perhaps a memorable moment this week with regards to climaxes. Is that correct? It is correct. 
Are you okay to talk about Yes, this? yeah, absolutely. Do we need to go slightly further back, though? Ooh. <laughs> okay, yes, we can. Uh, have we talked about this ourselves, I think? A little bit, we have We've touched on it a little bit in our own podcast. We've touched on it a lot. Uh-huh. <laughs> All right, okay. So, we've been in Miss Lifestyle for two years, mm-hmm. okay? And I'll be quite honest, and I will say... I'm at two years. I have not experienced uh, another <clears throat> another play partner actually managed to successfully bring me to a climax, with the exception of my misdirect in all of our lifestyle adventures. Now, that's not to say I haven't enjoyed the experiences and I haven't occasionally got close to something like that or, you know, reflected on it later and then maybe use that experience to have some great sex, but I haven't actually been brought to a climax by a play partner other than you mm-hmm. yes so this, this two year drought ended this week <laughs> um, when the delightful Bradford um, <laughs> that's me yeah or was it him <laughs> it's that Bradford I'm so sorry when the delightful Bradford um, did something spectacular Oh, I'm going to get emotional again because yeah. I'm an emotional mess anyway. And I was pretty emotional. Yes. Yeah. I, mean, I don't mind sharing. I was I was very emotional uh, for a number of reasons. I felt so. To be clear, what happened? He made me come. Great. <laughs> Short story. <laughs> Short story. Great. Need more dragons. Great end. Um, and when that happened, I was really emotionally, um, well, emotionally blown away by the, the experience because I didn't think it was ever going to happen because multiple times I've gone away from the situation feeling frustrated and frustrated for myself because what is wrong with me why can't I, why can't I never get fully to that, that that place and you kind of get hung up and bent out of shape over it not that it should be the be all and end of an experience and it's not but it's nice to be able to have that and I was always quite jealous that you Mr H would have an end Sometimes several. Thank you. And your lovely lady lady partners were all, again, very happy. I am a very generous lover. (laughs) I would walk away with my blue waffle. (laughs) (laughs) And, you know, not that you would ever leave me hanging later, which is fine, but I was beginning to think, right, I'm not wired up right, clearly. There's something not right there. I think, because we we talked about this a lot. We talked about it a lot. You've, You've thought you were broken. I have. Um, despite my assurances to, to, to the contrary, I agree. And I think you, you thought, is, is there any point? You've we've nearly jacked the whole thing in before. Yeah. And actually, actually it was, and, and we've actually talked about um, if it ever did happen, I'd probably have a mental breakdown. Yeah, we did. Because it's been say, so long. <laughs> yeah. I mean, now I found out it's him and not the other person. <laughs> uh, you know, I'm starting to worry. Yeah. But actually, it was it, it was a really special moment for for, for us. Um, want to share that with you guys, but also to um, see realise that, that really she's see, not broken. To see Mrs. H crying her eyes out. <laughs> yeah. Um, so much so that, that she put me off my stride for at least five minutes. No, no. Oh my god. Um, I'm so sorry. I, you know, we stopped and watched. I didn't know this until afterwards. Did you know? Yeah. I, I see. Yeah. I, I didn't know. We I live streamed was... it. It was, <laughs> it was on so our Twitter feed. I was obviously very lost in the moment. And I, sort of five minutes into you know, the magic you were working, I was actually thinking, my God, this might happen. And <laughs> Me too! was pleasantly surprised that I didn't have to 
zone out completely and and focus on something uh, you you got me to a place where I needed to be just by doing what you did part of that I think was the environment we created ourselves throughout the day by investing and committing to spending a lot of time with each other which was amazing but I found it actually happened really quite easily but when it did start to happen I thought oh my god this is actually going to happen something's going to come in now and like spoil everything but no it did and I didn't realise that you guys were sat there watching yeah I think that that's a good point is that there has been a lot of communication between the four of us over the last few months there's been a lot of I'm going to say digital foreplay and Mm -hmm. So that kind of sets things up really nicely. But then that day, we did spend a lot of time together beforehand, just laughing and joking around and flirting. And, you know, all of our personalities, we don't take things very seriously. And it was just kind of that, that nice, easy connection and then at some point it was like, okay, well, we should probably start fooling around now. And, and Once we stopped laughing. Yeah, once we stopped <laughs> laughing. I think we still kept laughing after that. Yeah, pretty much. Um, yeah. But, it, but it was good because it was just natural and it was easy and it was who we, who we are. And mm-hmm. I think that, that connection and the similarities in our styles was, was very apparent. What struck me was I'd had a conversation with Angela earlier that day. Um, well, actually, maybe the day before when we met. Mm-hmm. And I shared with you that this was my worry about everything generally. I'm like, no one had ever got me there. And I didn't know that you hadn't told Bradford that. No. <laughs> so that's, again, another... No, because, I mean, it was... Because you wouldn't want to give him that pressure. Right, like, twofold. One, I didn't want the pressure, um, but also it's not my story to share. You know, that's, if, no. that's, that's yours to share with him. And I didn't wade in with it. By the way, it's not going to happen. <laughs> Good luck. more inspirational than yeah. that. A challenge exception. <laughs> no, so we, we didn't have that beforehand. Yeah. I didn't tell you that it was unlikely or I thought it wouldn't or I would be, frankly, amazed if it did. I'd, I'd already geared myself up in my head that, all right, it probably won't happen because it never does. Yeah. And But maybe just later on when I was alone with Mr. H, then he would, you know, deal with that. But... There it goes. Yeah. And then I found I was just crying and emotional and I just couldn't couldn't believe it had happened. And I was so happy and relieved that I'm not broken. No, you are not broken. <laughs> it was interesting because when you were getting close and we could tell you were getting close, both Mr. H and I kind of stopped and we start watching and looking and you get the little grin on your face. And, <laughs> yeah, it was really sweet. Yeah. So, yeah, there's my honest and open expose. Well, you're not broken. You're not broken, and thank you. That, I mean, it was <laughs> it was awesome, and you know, it's one of those things that um, being an extremely emotional guy to have somebody be extremely emotional was like this. It's this connection. It's like I think it's weird because you know we're um, fluffing each other. I think I'm beyond. But then Mr. Hope said now. to me afterwards, "I knew it'd be him. <laughs> I knew he would." I knew he would. But I think that the four of us have some strange connection, and it is. It's between the... We're very, very, very similar. <laughs> and and between the communications that we've had, and to be honest, like the moment I met, we met you guys at lunch, I was like, cannot wait to play with them. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, on Friday, we were like... Or Saturday, sorry. We were like... I, I was like, I don't want to play with them. Not yet. Let's Let's... Let's, let's get through the first day. Yeah. Get through the first day, and then the first day happened, and we ended up doing all this other stuff, and it just didn't happen. And I was like, "All right, that's cool. That's cool," because this just again, it's building that mm-hmm. tension. And I think we had so much sexual tension between the four of us that mm-hmm. when it did happen, it was just this like, 
Walter hat. I'm pretty sure it's still there. That's what this is. <laughs> <laughs> That's what what? That's what the smell is. Yeah. Okay. Interestingly what? now I'm I'm wondering will it happen going forward now with other people or not? I don't know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Good question. Well if you ever need, you know, just come down to Australia. <laughs> <laughs> it's a long way to go for a climax. I'll uh, I'll Mr. Clean your clunge. <laughs> <laughs> I think what what I liked is so we, we had our sexy time and then we just all chilled out and just played some video games and had some fun. And it was just a perfect little moment in time where everything just seemed to snap, um, not in that horrible Thanos way. <laughs> um, right. Thank you. Um, and, and, and things clicked really well. And we, we came away, and we can honestly say that's probably been our favourite lifestyle experience that we've ever had. 100%. And not just because he <laughs> gave me an orgasm, but... Oh, that's that amazing. But it, yeah, absolutely, hands down, I agree. It's mm-hmm. my favourite lifestyle experience as well. Mm. Mm-hmm. No pressure, but you know, <laughs> how many days of us have I got here? <laughs> I think we just we just cut it there, Bradford. No more, no more play with them. We, we, That's right. We can't That's, help yeah. that. I, I mean, we have to end on the on the <laughs> <Yeah>. top, right? <laughs> end on the high. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. Now, I will say, speaking for Angela, it was this has been the highlight of the last couple of weeks. It's been, you know, two weeks of desire, and, and it, it is kind of funny to verbalize that, to say two weeks at, at desire, and, you know, sex and video games has been the top of the... <laughs> and nachos. And nachos, that's right. So it is interesting, though, how it can be so hard to get out of your own head, and, you know, even, like, when you were in it, Mrs. Sage, and you were saying that, you know, you were wondering, is it going to happen, or is something going to blow blood, and, and even while it is happening, you're still thinking, is something going to ruin it for me, yeah. and it's, it's hard to get out of that and to just kind of roll with it and see what happens. It's always what happens. I mean, I, I know I'm never going to be someone who is, like, yeah. easy to get there. Mm-hmm. You're, you're easy. That. You've had years of practice for me. Well, it's, it's not a difficult thing. You just need to know what you need in the combination with you being in the right mindset. Yeah, in mindset the, is in, great. Yeah. In the right connection. And yeah. I think if we've not had those connections, and we've had some good connections. Yeah, we have. But, but if the mood isn't right or if your head's not in the right space or if you're already thinking that you're not going to do it. It's a self-fulfilling prophecy. It is, yeah. I think. I think mm-hmm. there's an element to that. Well, I mean, we talked about it as well afterwards in that with me having the performance anxiety with with women over the last six years, it's one of those things that it is very easy to come into a play session and go, this isn't going to work. Yeah. And surprise, surprise, it doesn't work. Remember, Brian, whether you believe you can or you can't, you're all right. Well, it seemed to work all right the other day. It did. It did. Uh, But again, it's that mentality. It's like, okay, this is going to work because I have a vested interest in these people. So, you know, I like them as people and they're not just objects that I'm playing with. So, yeah. yeah. So, all emotional again. No. (laughs) No, I'm kidding. Okay. Yay. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it was uh, it was an awesome experience, and definitely, I'm glad I was your first. <laughs> <laughs> you, you popped her swinger tear. I did. Swinger orgasm tear. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And if it didn't happen again the whole holiday, it's awesome. Yeah. It happened. Yeah, it happened. Should be a badge. Like, swinger. I did promise I would send him some kind yeah. of like certificate no, post. <laughs> I, do, I want a little cherry badge. You're going to get a tattoo. Uh, yes. Oh my god. Yes. With today's date and a cherry and it's exploding with semen dripping out of it. Um, 
but took a nefarious turn. Yeah. <laughs> and then your initials in the middle of the chair. <laughs> I cannot wait to see this tattoo. It's going to be awesome. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's going to be awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, cool. Do we want to sort of wrap it up? And yeah, we can do that. Any final do you thoughts? Have any other like, things you want to talk are you going to come back to Desire? Oh, that's a good question. It is a good question. We asked ourselves that, didn't we, a couple of days ago when we had some little I, chilling by the pool moments. I've been asked that six times yep. in the last twenty-four hours. I'm, I'm sorry, asked. I keep asking. Why <laughs> not? It's like I'm no, really curious. I, I agree. I've been asked multiple times: Have my expectations matched up to the actual event, and would I come back? So my take is thus: that that I think with a takeover such as this. I think it increases the chances of you meeting people that you're likely to connect with. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, would I come back with this particular group? I'm not sure. Uh, it's not that I've not had a great time, but I'm, I, I think I've just seen too many of the um, inappropriate touching moments and the, the, the bad behaviours and the consent issues. Not masses, but enough to make, to make me question, question it a little yeah. bit. I think... You know, if you go to a standard sex club um, and you rock up, there is always a gamble of whether you'll make a connection. Nothing's guaranteed in this right. But the more you can maximise that chance, the better it'll be. So if you go at a takeover and you're going to get, you know, there's going to be loads of people there, it's great. But the amount of money that you pay to come to Desire to turn up and if there were only 20 swingers here and you didn't like any of them, sure, you'd still have a great holiday with your partner, but I think you'd miss out on something. Yeah. So for me, I... I like the place, I like the venue, I like the service, the room's been fantastic, all that stuff has been pretty good. But I think, the, for me, the risk of going all this way, paying all those thousands of pounds, without, without knowing that there's going to be a bunch of people that you've already spoken to on chats and stuff, I think that would put me off. Yeah, and I guess the, the key there is, because we do know that there are multiple takeovers at Desire, um, just all different groups and things, is finding the group that you fit in with and finding the one that, that's, that's your people and that you're going to have a good time with and you're going to be able to make those connections. And this group will be different next year. And, yeah. you know, different, there'll be different hosts and there's different times. And I get that it will, that it will change, but I think you're right. There is something like finding the right people for you. And I, mm. I'd much rather come with a group. I'd much rather have the chance to come contact. I mean, we, we were speaking well before we knew we were going. going yeah, I think, I think yeah. we were, um, or at least in contact. Yeah. But the fact that that we that we discovered that you guys were going actually was like ah, perfect. Yeah. Mm. And you know, I wouldn't have, I wouldn't change that for the world at all. Having met you guys, I think if if we were to go somewhere else and there were less people that we were interested in the chat. I think that I think I would self-fulfill my own prophecy of sort of going on. Oh, they're not for me. I don't like them, and, I, and yeah. right, and I'd turn up already in that frame of mind. I think. So okay, so for me, it's definitely been um, a, a very different kind of holiday to anything I've experienced before. So for that, I'm really excited that we we decided to take the plunge and, and invest in it and do it. Take the plunge. I, I did hear that, yes. You hear what you want to hear. Was it clean plunge? Well, <laughs> after being in that hot tub, I'm not so shocked. Sure <laughs> um, uh-huh. Shut up. No, it's a very different kind of holiday to anything we've experienced before, and obviously that's why we have sought it out and invested and committed to it. It's a huge amount of money, mm. really, when you take it all away and look at 
not just the actual travel and the money and the hotel, but when you look at all the, the bolt-on stuff you have to add in to make it an unforgettable experience, like the investment into your costumes and right. buying things for it, and then the money you spend when you're over here, it's a huge outlay of um, capital, really. And do you get a return for that investment? I've made some great connections, undoubtedly, and actually it was worth every penny to meet you guys. So that's probably the takeaway I'll get from it, is that I've, I, we have at least hit it off with a great couple of people that we were really excited to meet anyway. Would I come again? I definitely wouldn't want to come here as just a couple not knowing anyone and, not, and just putting ourselves into an environment like this without having any kind of foray into... Um, sort of relationship building before that so I'm not sure I would just do that and come to a resort like this the takeover thing I think is, is great mm. as long as you invest into building those relationships before you get here because I think that makes your experience more enjoyable so I don't know if I can actually answer the question in a black or white mm. yes I would come here again situation yes I think yeah. so. Most definitely. so I will say I would not do another takeover at Pearl if I'm to compare the two resorts, mm. are Riviera Maya and Pearl, I prefer Riviera. It's more our style. For a takeover, yes, because there are things that we do really like here at Pearl, but, um, and we'll talk about that on another podcast, but, but for a takeover, I think that Riviera Maya is much more group focused. It's more our style yeah. of, of environment. And it's your holiday, right? Yeah, you exactly. You need to find what makes, makes your holiday awesome. Yeah. What I will say is the resort is terrific. The, this resort yeah. is great. Fantastic. Absolutely. I can't it. It's great. And it's, it's been awesome. The people who work here are brilliant. Yeah. The facilities are great. Thing, no. <laughs> the entertainment is probably not my cup of tea either. But I get that it's trying to cater for people and it's trying to cater for what they think people are looking for in a holiday experience. Yeah. It just doesn't happen to be mine. Yeah. I will say I did like the, one of the entertainments, the light thing, but we'll talk about that later as well. And mm-hmm. I'm sure you guys too. But um, yeah, it's been very heteronormative. <laughs> oh, poor boys. Uh, cool, yeah. Awesome. awesome. Well, with that, let's wrap this mother up. Yeah. Uh, where can people find all of us? Uh, I think it's uh, room. Seven. <laughs> That's right, room uh, 39. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, we're the one with two bathrooms. Come knock on our door. You have to knock really hard on their door because they don't listen and they fired their doorman <laughs> well, and they because a, he was using the second bathroom. And they have a palatial <laughs> estate, so they could be completely on the other side from the door. Yeah. We were in the east wing when you knocked. You were. <laughs> <laughs> Alfred! <laughs> Bradford's at the door! That's why we fired Alfred. Uh, so, yes. Uh, so, we are By the By podcast. You can find us www.bythebye.com.au on all social medias Insta, Facebook, and Twitter at By the By podcast. Support us on Patreon at www.patreon.com slash By the By podcast. Oh, brilliant. It's so hard to follow that now. How Thank you. you so much. Hey, like, mate, I gave you the option to go first. Uh, fine. You had some sarcastic response and, you know. You're not my real dad. Well, allow him to retort. <laughs> well, you retort know. away. <laughs> I, you know, just find us at Bedhoppers. Bedhoppers. <laughs> okay. So we're around. You can find us on Twitter or on email somewhere. Uh, we don't have a website. But please download and listen Do to us. Do you not have a website? No. Have you, can you make a website? No. Or then keep <laughs> <laughs> Like navigate a website. Mr. Right, Mr. Edge, Mr. Edge, put that on the. Oh, now I'm doing your impression of Mrs. H. This is getting, <laughs> this is getting so meta. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> so yeah, um, bedhoppers bed UK on Twitter, uh, bedhoppers UK at, at gmail.com gmail. mm-hmm. if you want to get in touch. Yes. Oh, I forgot that the uh, the atoms of love at gmail.com. That's mm-hmm. our email. So I did forget something. But yeah. 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 In your face, Bradford. In your <laughs> face, H. That's not my real face. <laughs> face off. Face off. <laughs> Sick motherfuckers. Squirrel off. Labia juice. Labia juice. Labia juice. Labia juice. Labia juice. Singing it in a round. Labia juice. <laughs> juice, juice, juice. Your labia gently oh, in the spa. <laughs> Merrily. I thought you were going to go, juice, 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 juice of labia, 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 juice of labia, 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 juice of labia. Nothing else, you, you guys have achieved a great song together. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs>
And they are well worth it. They are well worth it. They, they are... have paid for themselves time and time again. Ours are well travelled. Uh, yeah. we, we don't get any cash for, for sponsoring them, but we do get to give our listeners a bit of discount, which I think is amazing. And I would heartily endorse those games. Yeah, I would. I think they're fantastic. And you can play them, like, over Skype. Yeah, we've played it over Skype on, on Kick. We've yeah. taken pictures of them. We've even played people. them in a pub because they're that easy and portable. In fact, we've played them with some of the rude. question ones with Vanilla Friends. Yeah. And it was fun. And a little bit awkward. Yeah. But fun. <laughs> tremendously awkward. I mean, we were fine. Yeah, it was fun watching how awkward it got. <laughs> yeah, especially asking your, one of your best friends how many times she has a wank. Yeah, that was totally awkward. But totally worth it. Anyways, yeah. so um, if you're interested in picking up the Game of Lifestyle, all you need to do is head to gameoflifestyle.com, enter the coupon code BH10, and you get 10% off. So, you know, brilliant, thanks. And uh, when you're having your sexy times, uh, be sure to think of us. That's a bit creepy, dear. But Why I'm, would they think of your face that we've never seen? Yeah. When they're... On the job. What's stranger is that? You ever see my white face um, that I've put? They'll just think of that weird, creepy face you've been putting on over Twitter. Yeah, that's what I mean. That that which is but not this soulless face, which is a bit <laughs> similar to my own face, my own soulless. You do actually look like that. Yeah, How do you, you think I feel every morning when I see that? <laughs> do you want to fuck a snowman? I don't know. You have no soul. <laughs> Anyways, I guys. Yeah, thank you. Let's move swiftly onwards. Uh, please check out the next podcast. If you like this one, give us a shout. And if you have any questions, get in touch. Hope you enjoy the game and lifestyle. And if you fancy playing with us over Skype, we're around. Give us a yell and we'll see what we can do. Okay, uh, Mrs. H, do the thing. Well, thank you for hopping into our bed.